Hello. Thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast uh, of The Dave Berry Show. That's me, Dave Berry. Matt Dyson is here, of course. Hello there. Uh, so we were going to continue with my mission to skew younger today by getting Pandora from Kiss FM on. Oh, yes. I yeah, thought yeah. it'd be good to chat with her. You might yeah. be able to pick up some tips about yeah, what well, the youth... Yeah, she is are. down with the kids. Yeah. She is. She does history, but um, she's not answering my calls, even no. though in a text message she said, I would love to do it because, quote, unquote, it would be uncensored. That's uh, our reputation yeah, that's true, in, the, in yeah. the podcast community. Yeah, uh, she, I think she only communicates via Snapchat now, though, doesn't she? That right? <laughs> oh, that's nice. Do you know what? I'm very proud of you for saying Snapchat. I don't that's know good. what it means. No, well, don't ruin, your, <laughs> ruin it now. That was perfect. Yeah, so I sent her a little snap just going, what's yeah, up, snap. Pandora? Yeah. Come on the podcast. She, she didn't snap me back. She didn't snap me back. I haven't heard from her. So right. basically, I've abandoned um, no. the kind of the uh, the want to skew younger for, for this podcast, Matt. And instead, I thought I'd focus on something that we found out this week that you absolutely loathe. And that is, of course, dogs. Little lovely dogs. I do not loathe dogs. Uh, I just don't think they should be in the office. Okay. <laughs> I mean, well, call me crazy. You know, a lot of whistleblowers get uh, a lot of abuse like this, uh, and I'm getting a lot of abuse around the building uh, from various people, including um, Chris Tarrant's daughter. <laughs> Threatening to do all sorts of things. I, I like the fact you're, you're comparing yourself to Snowden in this. <laughs> Snowden. And not Lisa Snowden. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Edward Snowden. Edward, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, the I lesser think, Snowden, in my I opinion. I think, basically, any anyone who used to be a paper boy will know where I'm coming from. You know, okay. you're just trying to deliver the paper. And you've got a yappy little dog trying to bite your ankle every oh, gate so, you go in. He's so angry, isn't and he? you shouldn't have to deal with that in the workplace. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, there's more on this in the podcast proper. Um, but And Matt's absolutely right. One of the one of the people who were leading the charge to have Matt removed from the building because he got rid of Bring Your Dog to Work Friday is Chris Tarrant's daughter, the lovely Fia, who I've never seen turn. She came down to the studio. I know, she was basically threatening me at the door of the studio. <laughs> um, maybe you're going to need a lifeline. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Good. yeah, she's certainly not going to be a friend. I'm calling anytime oh, there, soon. See, there you go. Anyway, because we've abandoned the young stuff, we're going to go from. Anyway, gone, this is this is we, we continue abandonment, uh, gay abandonment, um, because <laughs> this came through at six a.m. to producer Amanda. So it's a very important email that we're going to share with you right now um, to celebrate the launch of Christmas Twenty Four, which is a TV channel. They've created the first ever Christmas movie made scientifically for dogs. It's going to be narrated by the X Factor's Louis Walsh. Of course. And the film will be called, now brace yourselves, if you are listening to this whilst driving, pull over. <laughs> it's going to be called Merry Woofmas. Wow. So, Matt, given everything we've just discussed, let me bring you back in here. What are your thoughts on Louis Walsh narrating well, a dog scientifically, uh, a film scientifically made for dogs called Merry Woofmas? I mean, it's perfect for the anti-dog brigade. This is perfect. This is like a ridiculous television. Uh, why Louis Walsh would be involved, I do not know. Merry Woofmas is a ridiculous name. Even if you look at the... This is where we've gone too far with pets in this country. Even oh. The cast, right, of yeah. dogs, they've all got Instagram and Twitter handles. They're actually on social media. That's why oh, I don't want to be down with the kids. If if the kids are giving their dogs their own social media handles, I don't want any part of it, David. Do you know what, as well? I can't believe that this person got this handle before I did because I was going to have an alter ego called at Husky Mika. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't believe that's gone. <laughs> oh, that's such a shame. Um, anyway, keeping it on the theme, because there is, there is a theme running through this podcast introduction, we're going to do the unboxing. Oh, great. We've yeah. received some actual post. And it right. says contents hairy, keeping it on the dog theme. Ooh. But this came oh, no, for a it's morning. It's not from Fia Tarrant, is it? it I hope not. <laughs> um, it does. I'm not going to lie. 
It does feel like someone's trimmed all their body hair off and stuffed it in an envelope. Oh, my Do you Lord. want to have a little squidge of that? Oh, my God, it really does. Or is it a scarf? Maybe it's a scarf made from human body hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, let that one sink in. <laughs> Matt and Dave, Absolute Radio, Golden Square, London, WC2. Shall we unbox? Yeah. I suppose we better. Oh, I'm... Hey, if you like this, guys, subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> it's right down at the bottom That's of the it. screen. That's it. Now you're getting it. Oh, whatever what? it is. Search and oh, like us. It's really hairy. Where oh, dear. It's felt. No, no, no. What is it? Oh, it's, it's a yellow. Oh, it looks, <gasps> like, it looks like the honey monster stood on a landmine. Oh, I think I know what this is. <laughs> what is it? You were complaining about the lining of your headphones, weren't you, the other day? <laughs> and some guy said, <laughs> I will send you in... Some nice furry lining. And that's what this that's is. What it is. Oh, oh. Y- you know, th- this is this is quite incredible. You're right, aren't you? I, I, I'm busy. It, is it, there no letter with it? It's two. Oh. It's two oh, samples. Oh, there is. Oh, there. I'm gonna have to cut these oh, to is, shape. There is a. Covering, is it handwritten? There's a covering note. It's handwritten. <laughs> I'm nervous about this. It says, "Hi, Art. Here's the hairy stuff I offered for your long-suffering lugs." It's from Jock with a smiley face. Thanks, Thanks very much indeed, Jock. Thanks, Jock. How, oh, wow. how very kind of you. What's that at the know. top of the paper? And I don't there? know why there are two of these in there. They're these. Um, oh, cable ties. Cable oh, so tie effectively, things, yeah. I, I'm going to put this swatch of fabric onto my left muff and then secure it with, with the cable, cable tie, tie yeah. and then repeat with the right muff. It's going to be an interesting look, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Thanks, Jock. Thanks, Jock. Um, right, so here we go. It is time now, while I let this sink in, uh, for the podcast. <laughs> this contains Sir Richard Branson talking about the first time he had a very special cuddle. This contains Matt Dyson's youngest daughter, Maggie, telling a very chilling story. Uh, we've got more Matt Dyson avocado pear news. Um, we've also got the banishing of the dogs from the building, the origin story, and the first time I ever went to a nightclub. Thanks again for downloading. <laughs> Enjoy. Good evening, one and all. It's half past five on your Monday. It's the Dayberry Show on Absolute Radio. Matt Dyson is here, of course. And as you know, we became the official radio show for the demise of the old Round Pound, which today is now totally defunct. So we thought we would give the Round Pound a leaving do. So what we did was we put it in a golden envelope with a little note and we attached it to six helium balloons. And then earlier on, we took it out into Golden Square and we set it free. And this is what happened. So, this is it, the leaving do of the old round pound, which we're placing in this golden envelope. We're about to send it off for the final time. Matt, do you want to say anything on this very poignant day? Well, I find it strange that there's an incredibly orange sky today. It's almost like the Lord is saying, please do not get rid of the round pound. Do not forsake me with this hexagonal monstrosity. It's very Blade Runner-y out here at the moment, isn't it? It's almost like they've done it as publicity for the new film, yeah. Thank you very much, Round Pound, for all you've done for us. I bought my first beer in an off-license with a a collection of Round Pounds. Coin, haven't we? Okay, be free, my love, and thank you for all the memories. Go. Oh no! Oh no! It's. It's got oh, caught dear. in a tree. Straight into the nearest tree. Straight into the nearest tree. Oh. And it's not even particularly high up in the tree. No. That's the worst thing. It's kind of dangling. At, in human terms, it's at waist height. But look at that guy on the bench. He's totally unaware that dangling over his head is a golden envelope with the final round pound in all of the UK the in it. Last ever nugget. There's a couple having a kiss under the round pound. That's so beautiful. Oh, oh wow. It's forget not going it, to work. Forget it. I think we just leave it now. We've got to. <laughs> what does it say on the note in the envelope? It says, congratulations. 
<laughs> Congratulations, we are 40 feet from home. <laughs> so there wasn't a lot of dignity in it. <laughs> no. We no. spent two weeks building up to that moment. I think we've let the Royal Mint down. <laughs> <laughs> We certainly have. If you want to see with your own actual eyes just how much we did let down the Royal Mint, then you can see the video of that uh, at Absolute Radio on Twitter or search and like Absolute Radio on Facebook. As we say, the video is up there. Um, we did recover the balloons. We weren't going to obviously leave them in a tree. That's the sound of six helium balloons. We're going to open the envelope, the golden envelope. Retrieve the pound... I don't know what we're going to do with that. No. We can't have another leaving do, can we? No, <laughs> no one has really two no. leaving do's, no. do they? Uh, but we're going to open the envelope. We're going to see what was in there uh, right after this. And yes, yes, it's Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. So we tried to give the round pound a leaving do. The ultimate irony of this is, is we had lofty ambitions for this send-off. Um, but actually... Uh, it only went, what, 15 feet? Yeah. In old money? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we, uh, we, we attached it to some helium balloons with a golden envelope. We then had to really embarrassingly go and retrieve our own golden envelope attached yeah. to balloons from a tree in London's Golden Square. So we're going to open the envelope. Now, how lofty ambitions involved this maybe ending up in... Yeah, it's maybe on the continent, you know. Yeah. And someone was going to find it, and they were going to open this up, and this is what they were going to see. Hi there and congratulations from the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. On a windy Monday the 16th of October, we dated it because we thought maybe people won't find this for months. It'll be for years. When when the Eskimos get this, time could have passed. Uh, Presenters Dave Berry and Matt Dyson gave the round pound a proper send-off with some helium balloons. Hopefully, in the envelope, you'll find a round pound. There it is. (laughs) Totally worthless. Um, And here's a really good bit. (gasps) Matt! We've won a digital radio. Oh, great news. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks so much, Excellent. guys. Just drop us an email, typing now, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk, and tell us where and when you found this. <laughs> Dear The Dave Berry Show, I found this just three hours after you launched it. <laughs> just 12 feet from where you launched it. Lots of love, Dave. <laughs> so there we go, Matt, we've won a radio. Oh, great. Well, Marvellous. You, you might as well keep the radio, I suppose. Thanks, man. Yeah, You're yeah. the best. He's the here and now. He's Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. Where it is time now for tradespeople to the stars. And joining us right now, we have Paul. Good evening to you, Paul. Hello, Dave. How are you? I'm very well, my friend. How are you? Thanks for getting in touch with the show. This is amazing. Um, So let's start at the beginning. Paul, what's your trade? Uh, a carpet fitter. You're a carpet fitter, and you are definitely a carpet fitter to the stars. Would you like to furnish us with some of the names? Well, it all started about 20 years ago, um, and I was fitting carpets in a flat in Wandsworth. I won't give the actual address. No, please don't. And, um, no. <laughs> and as I was finishing, um, Ant and Deck walked in and let me know they were moving in. Wow. That's incredible. Um, and any other names in there? Any other ones we saw in your text? You, you didn't stop at Ant and Deck 20 years ago. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> were, were, they, uh, were they on Bikey Grove at the time, by the way? What sort of level no, they were they at? No, they were Saturday morning TV with the lovely oh, Cat Daily. Oh, the lovely Cat Daily, yeah. Uh, so who else is there then? Uh, then I got contracted to go into Covent Garden and do a shop for Lily Allen. Lily Allen, everyone! Oh, yes, wow. I remember her shop. <laughs> can, yeah. can we top yeah. Ant and Deck and Lily Allen? Well, easily, easily, with the one and only Ainsley Harrier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ainsley gets a shout-out on the show. Oh, yes. What was Ainsley like? He was, he was an absolute swear box. He could not swear in. Really? 
Yeah, the second the camera's off him, he's a sailor. <laughs> Honestly, he's in it. And what's of carpet? I, 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 my family's from the East End of London, and even I was blushing. Right. Okay. Well, wow. I didn't know that about Ainsley Harriet. This wow, is fantastic. And once again, Matt, we find ourselves on shaky legal ground, which is always yes. what we wanted when we embarked on this <laughs> yeah. show together. Yeah, that's so, true. so thanks for that, Paul. Yeah. Um, so yeah, here's the big question. We'll take Lily Allen out of this because it was a shop, but Ant and Deck. And the sweary Ainsley Harriet, the big final question to you, Paul, is did any of them offer to make you a cup of tea? Uh, Ainsley Harriet offered to make me lunch. Oh, we love that! (laughs) Did you accept? No, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. It was too much. <laughs> too much swearing. <laughs> it's too, it's too swe- not, not now, Ainsley. I'm doing the underlay. Just leave me alone and please stop swearing, will you? Blimey. Uh, listen, Paul, you are our chosen tradesperson to the stars today. We're going to send you a digital radio and we all thank you for joining us on the show. Give it up for Paul, everybody. What a superstar. Thank you. Great. Oh, thank you, mate. That's very nice of you to say thank you very much indeed. So there we go. That was Tradespeople with the Stars. Keaton Cumming, 8 12. 15. We want to talk to you over the coming weeks and months. Be still, my child. It's Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. It's a Dave Berry show here on Absolute Radio, where it's time for my chit-chat with Sir Richard Branson. What I decided to do was find the smallest, hottest studio in the whole building... <laughs> I locked the door and we got down to business. What, you had sex? No, we did an interview. (laughs) Oh, right. My guest this evening demonstrates how a love of records could send you to outer space. (laughs) Please give it up. For Sir Richard Branson, everybody. Hello, Sir Richard. Uh, thank you very much for that wonderful welcome. Hey, no problem at all. It's great having you on the show. Uh, You are here with an autobiography which is very exciting. Um, It has been 20 years since the last, so my first question is, why now, and how long did it take to put the book together? (laughs) Well, losing my virginity was, in a sense, the first half of my life. Uh, (laughs) Finding my virginity, hopefully, is not the second half of my life, but it's a a good good chunk of it. Um, I think in writing a book, you try to write a a, a gripping uh, book that that is really good to read, Um, but using you know using sort of some of the wonderful uh, stories that have happened in your lifetime and um, and I'm just lucky I've had a, a richness of stories and it's been uh, fun to fun to do well I know you commented as I was reading uh, if anybody claims to have had no bumps or lumps in their life um, then they're probably lying yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't make for a good book if everything was uh, plain sailing so yes obviously we've got you know one of, one, of, one of the big things that's been going on the last 10 years is our attempts to get to space and it, it we've had tears and we've had happy moments and and hopefully over the next sort of three or four months um, we'll finally be there so but again I've, I've, I've devoted a few chapters of the book to that I'd like to talk more about that a little later on if I may uh, but first finding my virginity um, something a lot of people I imagine would like to do uh, in fact if I could use this opportunity I lost mine um, I dropped it in 1994 if anyone's seen it could they please return it <laughs> in working order I, um, I, I, I dropped mine a little bit before that and, 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 and I thought I must have been the, the greatest lover of all times uh, because uh, the lady was it seemed like she was enjoying it until she whispered in my ear asthma attack asthma attack <laughs> 
<laughs> and I, and I, I realised it was nothing to do with me. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of authorities out there that, that pray for an asthma attack moment, Sir Richard. So the, um, the uh, amb- ambulance brought me brought me down to earth with a bump. <laughs> uh, well, it's a, it's a great title for the book. Obviously, it plays nicely on, on on your first autobiography. Would you like to share with with all the listeners what the alternative title was? The second entry. Yes, which I absolutely love. <laughs> Losing my virginity, the second entry. How how close was the book to being named that? Did people have to talk you I down? Think, I think um, I think our publishers decided that um, uh, that it would only be in Soho uh, <laughs> back, 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 back street shops and not not in W. H. Smith. So we, we I was talked down at that one. No, well it's it's a, it's a, for all the reasons you've spelled out. It's a fabulous read. And I think you, it was a wise decision going with the title. I, I did a book in the. About flying in, in in the air tonight, and um, I wanted to call that one "Getting It Up," and the publishers wouldn't let me do, do that either. So. I'd love to be looking back at your history if you'd got your way with all of the book but, titles. It would have been very different. But but, 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 but mo- most of the books have got a little bit of an edge to them, and I think yeah, having a bit having a title with a bit of fun edge, um, why not? There's plenty more from Sir Richard Branson on the way on this evening show. And here he is, Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. And now, as promised, well, it is time to turn the chill factor up to 11 because what you're about to hear is actually quite harrowing. And it comes courtesy of Matt Dyson's youngest daughter, the gorgeous little Maggie, who's three and a half. Matt, would you set the scene for us? Because I think you're you're probably better at doing this as you're living this nightmare. Well, yes. I mean, you know, she's she's now fully talking, uh, young Margot Rose Dyson, and she's uh, <laughs> full of she's got quite a vivid imagination. But she's recently been saying stuff that's just seemed a bit unusual. My uh, wife has actually written a blog about it on her website, The Motherload. Great uh, name. If you for want to website. read the full story, um, uh, basically, she keeps like going around saying things like. Oh, like she'd been there before, like, oh, this wasn't like this last time I came here. Or, and she, it was somewhere she'd never been before. She seemed to keep recognising these places that she'd never been to. And then she started elaborating further on basically memories that appear to be from the past life of a Victorian child whose his family, his family you know what? <laughs> lived I'm just, in a big I'm, house. I'm going to have to leave. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um... And, you know, most of me is thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, she's just making it up, just crazy young imagination. But there's sometimes where you start to get a bit scared going, is this really a child recounting what well, happened in her past life? You know, obviously from a kind of outsider's point of view, because it's difficult for you to be objective, I imagine, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, It sounds pretty convincing <laughs> to me. <laughs> I was pretty terrified. Uh, this is your wife, Katie, mm. um, talking to Maggie uh, about what she's seen, what her past experiences are. Here we go. What was your sister called? Rosie. Rosie. And what did you used to play with then? Apple line round. Apple run around? Oh. And where did you play that? Outside. Whereabouts? At the end of the garden. What happened to your family? They died a long time ago. <laughs> Is this all a made-up story, Maggie? No, it's real, real. 
Well, I mean, the scary music sort of adds to it. <laughs> what scary music, Matt? There's no, I didn't put any music on that interview. So, yeah, I mean, it's, she's got quite a convincing argument that it is real for real. Well, I don't think this is going to help you sleep well tonight when you finally get home, but I googled um, Apple Runaround, oh, yeah. and it was, in fact, a game played in the slums of Victorian England. Shut up. The winning child would get to keep the apple, which was a prince's son back then. about that? Uh, no one's ever spoken of it, uh, says an historian, since 1900. <gasps> well, <laughs> that is quite scary. I'm only kidding with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. Oh. Sorry, mate. A slight pause. And Dave Berry on Absolute Radio. It's time to head back to a small, secret, hot room that contains Sir Richard Branson and myself having a chinwag. Let's talk, if we may, about Necker Island. You bought the island back in the 70s, I believe. Uh, the quote-unquote here to impress a girl. And who is that? Do you remember who that girl was? It's, it's my uh, lovely lady of 40 years. So, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I was 27 and um, she was in New York and I was trying to extract her to come and spend the weekend with me. And I pretended to an estate agent I wanted to buy an island. And... Um, they, they offered to lay on, send us tickets and lay on uh, a house and helicopter. And uh, so somehow it, it, it worked. I brought her down and we fell in love with this little jewel of an island. And of course, you know, you've entertained Hollywood A-listers and rock royalty and actual royalty. You know, Kate Moss, Keith Richards, Nelson Mandela, George Clooney, the Obamas. So here's my question. Which one of your esteemed guests is most likely to have a cocktail or a beer with breakfast? Well, I, I haven't seen Kate for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Very diplomatic, Sir Richard. <laughs> but um, it was funny, Kate, um, when she was 15, we just set up a model agency and, um, uh, and we hadn't got any models. And um, one day, um, the girl I set the model agency up um, spotted her with her mum walking through the airport in Miami. And uh, we, ha we had our first model signed, and she was a sweet little thing. <laughs> uh, and, um, uh, and, and of course, she's, absolutely, she's, she's still absolutely delightful, but she's led a full life and, and, and good on her. Um, who's the most likely to steal one of your bathrobes? Whose suitcase is going to be heavier on the way out than it was on the way in? I, I, I mean, Keith Richards, I suspect, might, uh, <laughs> you, you, you might steal the bathrobe. I once had the... Um, I once had the News of the World ring me up and they said, uh, we're splashing on a front page story. Um, you, Keith Richards and Kate Moss were all in bed in the master bedroom on Necker at the same time. And I thought, that's just too good a story to go and deny. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't true, but, <laughs> but, um, but anyway, uh, sense, sense got to me and I did uh, point out that it just happened not to be true. Because <laughs> they say don't let the truth stand away from the story, but normally that's for the newspaper, yeah, not yeah, for the no, people no, they're no, writing exactly. about. Exactly. I mean, yeah, well, here, here was I trying to expose myself, but, you know, but <laughs> the truth is often even better than, uh, better than fiction. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> now... The Dave Berry Show. Absolute Radio. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. Look, we're halfway through the working week already, everybody. Um, and as is our want, we are now going to enter the work zone scale. So we're all in the work zone, but on a scale from 0 to 10, and we'll accept, you know, for example, 3.2. Tell us where you are on that scale. Are you feeling like... You've done a whole week's work, even though we're halfway through, or are you feeling fully motivated and ready to charge on into the evening? 
Now, yesterday, um, Matt got a little irate at some of your messages. Um, I don't think that's fair. I think it's great that you've taken the time to get in touch. But Matt wants you to get the rules right, or he's just going to continue to get more and more angry. I mean, you feel free to get in touch about other stuff throughout the day. There are plenty of other opportunities. (laughs) But uh, but, uh, there are some key rules uh, for the work zone scale, which I can uh, elaborate on now. So okay, David. So you've gone away and you've written out some pointers you'd like everyone to take on board. a few key things just to think about uh, Uh, over the next few weeks. I'm still, I still don't think this is right for us to do this, but, but, go, but go ahead. Uh, number one, you should still be in work. Uh, the clue is in the name, the work zone scale. So where are you? Where's your head at? In work. Number two, this is not a space to brag about knocking off work early. We're very pleased for you that you're getting to go home early, but this is for those still in the zone of work. Am I being clear enough? I think so. And three, this is also not a space for you to brag about being on holiday and listening in the sunshine. Great, you've got the app and you're having a lovely relaxing time, but again, this is not the space for that. You can text in about that at any other time of the day, just not between four and about quarter to five. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Matt. Um, it's a, a tactic. I don't know if it's going to work out. I don't, there's not many radio shows where one of the presenters attacks the listeners. And then the other one is forced to go, get in touch. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio or, of course, send us a text, 81215. Yeah, but just follow the rules because then it won't be a waste of your 50p plus standard network rate. Breathe with Dave Berry on Absolute Radio. It's time for the final instalment of what was a very enjoyable chit-chat with the one and only Sir Richard Branson. And now, Sir Richard, we have a question from our breakfast show um, from Christian O'Connell and Richie. They were in conversation talking about you and Richie had a question he wanted to ask you, but at this point, you weren't coming on my show, so this is just a really happy coincidence for them. Um, I believe we can play it for you right now. Hi there, Sir Richard Branson. We have a question for you. A good uh, afternoon. Have you... Uh, my name's Richie as well. Um, I wonder whether I will go on to be as successful as yourself, but that's a moot point. Have you at any point in your building of the empire made a discernible decision about the type of toilet roll that is used in your buildings and are you still across the loo roll that is used in your buildings so effectively the boys are digging down into the minutiae of running no, well, a, a it, multinational it, it, business it, it, it's there. actually one of the more important more fundamental, more learned questions that I've ever ever had asked, and 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 it would I, I need to really answer it at great length because um, you know toilet toilet rolls are very important. They're very underestimated things, and um, the the softness of the toilet roll, the beauty of the toilet roll. Um, you, you, I think actually toilet rolls should be able to speak to you, <laughs> and um, and so um, I'm, I'm really appreciative of, of, of that question. Uh, yeah, uh, see see whether we can actually make the perfect toilet roll, one that um, would be good enough for Richie. An inspirational question from Richie. Thank you for answering it in such depth. Oh, thank you. Um, now back to the book. There's a section called 75 Close Shaves. To whet the appetite of the reader, would you care to take us through some of them? Because obviously everybody knows that you you need adventure in your life, Sir Richard. So what are some of these um, close shaves? Ooh, um, I'm I'm very lucky to be here today. That's all I can say when you read them. It it was everything from plunging into the Pacific uh, in a hot air balloon, plunging into the Atlantic in a hot air balloon, 
being pulled out of the Arctic uh, when a hot air balloon went, went 3,000 miles off course. Wow, and there's still 68 to go. Jumping off the side of, of, of the Palms Hotel in Las Vegas and hitting the side of the building on the way down. And so, so it goes on. Anyway, it, 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 life's been very full and it does make for a good, a, a good book, if nothing else. Um, I, when we first sat down to talk, I said I wanted to get back to space tourism because it's very exciting. I think it's a lot of kind of young people's dreams to go into space and, you know, you're helping to make those dreams come true. How close are we? I think... Where are we at? I think we're... Can I go for free? (laughs) I think we're um, 20 weeks away. It's very close now. So it's it's been a long... It's been a long battle uh, to get this far. But within three months, uh, we should be in space. And within six months, I hope to be in space. And and then we'll start hopefully taking people like yourself and others who are watching this up into space. So... Uh, you know, we've had tears on the way, but I think we're, I think we're finally, finally there. Sir Richard, it's been a real pleasure spending some time with you. Uh, the new autobiography, Finding My Virginity, is out now. It's a really great read. It's also it's really nice that I've heard that you gift free upgrades to any broadcaster who interviews you. So thank you very much indeed for that from the bottom of my heart. Any fair-haired broadcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Curses. Sir Richard Branson, everybody. Dave Berry, just being himself on Absolute Radio. But right now, well, Matt Dyson, I know that a big part of your broadcasting career has been based around the avocado. Yes, I can't get away from the avocado pear, of course, <laughs> to give it its full name. Well, now we are back together because that was all happening, you know, when we weren't we weren't working. When as, we were apart. When we were apart. In the fallow years. In the yeah. fallow years, indeed. <laughs> so now we're back together. I've got some avocado news and I thought, why don't we just bring back this avocado thing? Okay. Um, because apparently the avocado is over. It is no Ooh. longer that popular. Music to my ears. TV chef Nigella Lawson turned it into the hottest brunch property in town. Oh, yeah. We've all had it mashed up with a little bit of chilli in it, haven't yeah, we? Yes, on toast. Yeah, nice. But she's saying, no, no, no. Nobody's using the avocado anymore. It's not trendy anymore. Instead, the big Insta food for all you millennials to munch oh, down yeah, on. I'm yeah. still trying. I'm still trying. <laughs> Hashtag Insta foods. <laughs> I don't know what it means. Does it, that mean it's instant? Or it goes no, no, on it Instagram? doesn't. It means you put it on Instagram. Take a picture of it. That's right. Don't even eat it. Just take a picture of it. I once saw somebody <laughs> climb up on their chair in a restaurant and take a picture <laughs> yeah, of their food really? so they can get a wide, wow. uh, yeah, like a proper panoramic. It's more important than how it tastes now, isn't it? How it looks. She paid the bill and just left. <laughs> Uh, it is called Pandan. P-A-N-D-A-N. Pandan. Pandan. Wow. Um, and it's a sweet, pungent East Asian leaf which has been likened to vanilla. Ooh. Lawson believes that Pandan looks set to swarm kitchens all over Britain and is already gaining traction in the States. This is from the Sunday Times. Well, well I never. So, how are you feeling about the Pandan? Are you going to embrace well, it? Are you going to call I mean, it the Pandan I, pear or the Pandan I will, leaf? I will, I will uh, give it a go, certainly. There's a lot of talk of uh, it replacing matcha as well. Now, I've not, I've only lightly dabbled in matcha. Oh, it's, uh, it's best lightly dabbled with. It tastes disgusting, doesn't it? Yeah, I had a matcha latte and it was was the most disgusting <laughs> drink I've ever tasted in my life. Is that fo- that's foamy matcha? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like pond water, basically. Oh, it's not good. But it makes you very healthy. It stops you getting illnesses, apparently, doesn't it? Uh, so, well, super health goddess Lisa Snowden used to make me drink oh, yeah, it. I used yeah. to have one a day, and it was grim. It's a real... It kind of took you back to taking, like, cowpole when you were, like, four. Right, you know, you yeah. just like, hold your nose and just gulp yeah, it down yeah. as quickly as you can. Or one of those people that sell aloe vera shots. <laughs> you know, exactly. they, they, there was a phase of them. Oh, you've got some aloe vera in your fridge. You have to do a shot. It tastes horrible. Just oh. get it out. Out of the way, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Pandan, uh, you heard it here first wow. on the Dave Berry Show. Spare a thought for Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show. 
It's Absolute Radio on your Wednesday evening. Um, I thought maybe we'd buried our avocado chat, but it's back. Matt's not going to let Pandan be the new hot food in town. Wow, yeah. What you got for us? Well, there's still a lot of avocado news <laughs> that we've got to touch on because there's a new avocado restaurant coming to London. We already knew there was one in Amsterdam that's been around for a while. I never knew that. I'm not going to lie. Purely serving avocado-based dishes. You can have uh, crispy rice on avocado tuna tartar. You can have eggplant fries with avocado dip. You can have breakfast, lunch and dinner purely based around the avocado. I can't wait to go there. Okay, so there's one coming to the UK. Yeah, there's one going to be opening in London on Henrietta Street very soon, apparently. Uh, They'll also be selling this new uh, avocado chocolate, which is chocolate where they don't have dairy, they just use the avocado to make the chocolate somehow. I don't know how that sits with (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure, I've never tried that. Uh, But in other exciting avocado pear news, you can also get a lower fat version because it's quite, um, it's got quite a lot of fat in the avocado pear. Good fats. I've been looking for a definition for an oxymoron and in exciting avocado pear news that's <laughs> answered my prayers yeah, that pretty much is one yeah but this is well, don't don't uh, write it off just yet Dave because a low fat avocado pear this has got 30% less fat than your normal avocado pear I don't know how they've uh, done it but some scientists in Spain have created the Isla Bonita which is like that song by Madonna, isn't it? The <laughs> I never knew that was about a loaf of avocado pear. She saw the future, Madonna did. Of course she does. But it's, it's grown under special soil uh, and in climate conditions that provide the same nutritional benefits of the traditional avocado pear, but with less fat. Thank you very much indeed, Matt. So not only has that been very informative, but we have um, we have adhered to our contractual obligations from Morrissey that we'll always talk about something vegetarian before we play one of his songs. <laughs> Which is what we're going to be doing next. And yes, it's Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Coming up to 10 to 5 on your Monday. You know, Blur were responsible for the first song I ever heard the first time I ever went to a nightclub. Really? Yeah, it wow. wasn't Parklife, it was Girls and Boys. But I went to a place called... Do you remember Pop Scene? It was it was here in London. I know the name. I've it was like an name. indie. It's quite famous, isn't it? It's a yeah. famous indie night. Yeah. And, I, and the first time I went, I got, I got in because as I think this will apply to many people out there. I had uh, friends who were girls and they always were able to get into the club uh, yes, and I just kind of yeah. like tagged along at the bottom with my head down. In the middle of a gaggle of girls. Yeah, with yeah. like curtains. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean the ones you hang up uh, just for the visuals, I meant the haircut. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is the thing that happened that fateful night. Mm. And I couldn't, have, I couldn't have done it. If I tried to do this, there's no way I would have got away with it. But I walked in to Pop Scene... Yeah. In the West End on Charing Cross Road, it's now been knocked down for Crossrail, so thanks a lot for Crossrail yeah, for taking away it. some of my childhood memories. That's brilliant <laughs> of you, thanks a lot. Uh, progress and all that. Um, but I walked in, and I was carrying the blue carrier bag with four beers that I'd purchased in the off-licence because I'd heard that, obviously, West End nightclub wow. prices were ridiculous. Uh, and you thought it was a bring-your-own. Well, yeah, because I'd never done this before. <laughs> right. So I walked wow. in. I don't, there's no way you can get a carrier bag with four beers in it past a bouncer. No, no. no way amazing. anywhere in the UK. No. But because I was totally innocent, I managed to do it. Yeah. So I walked in, Blur was playing, I put my carrier bag on the bar, what? <laughs> peeled back the bag... Popped a can of lager out of the little uh, plastic <laughs> rings, <laughs> opened it, leaned against the bar, took a look around pop scene. 
<laughs> I said, oh, at which point one of the bouncers inside, he, he wasn't even mad. Yeah. <laughs> he was just impressed. He went, you, you, but you, you can't what do are that. You doing? <laughs> what do you think you're doing? Wow. I said, evening. He went, I'm going to have to take these away. You can't, <laughs> you can't bring your own beer into clubs. Um, wow. So he, he took the beer away. And that was when, well, I turned from a boy into a man when I tried to buy a Jack Daniels and Coke. Oh, right. And it was £27. <laughs> oh. Dave Berry, right here and now. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. As promised, it's time to talk about this. Gladiators. Saturday night television at its best. I know they brought it back, and I'm sure it was fine. I didn't get to catch it this time round. But it started in 1992, and that's where my fond memories are. It reminds me of waiting patiently for my mum and dad's friends to come over for, like, a house party. Oh, yeah, yeah. So while they were busying themselves putting, you know, dry-roasted peanuts in a bowl, I'd be sat there watching Jet. Yeah. Special times. (laughs) Special (laughs) times. Um, It was a golden age of Saturday Night TV, wasn't it? It was, uh, and unfortunately our production meeting was once again hijacked by exciting news from Matt Dyson. Would you like to share well, with everybody? We were talking about um, we were talking about the Crystal Maze thing, weren't they? Which I did a couple of years, uh, wait, well, a year or so ago, with the Breakfast Show team. Yeah. We did the Crystal Maze. They've recreated it in London. It's amazing, and it's exactly like the TV show. Very exciting. And, but the, uh, when I was there, I spoke to the people that put it together through a crowdfunding uh, website uh, that paid for it, and they told me that their next plan was to do the same thing but for gladiators. Imagine that. the NEC in Birmingham where it was originally filmed. So you can do hang tough. Yeah, there would be like the uh, the pugil sticks on a big uh, mounted platform. There would be the, uh, what was the, uh, the the thing you had to run up at the end? The travelator. The travelator, yeah, yeah. All of it, exactly how it used to be. Would you wear the costume? I think you'd probably have to, yeah. Yeah, whether, okay. Whether it would be flattering or not, I'm not sure. I'd wear it. I was thinking of our names if we had... Because, you know, you think... This conjures up, like, Amazon, Blaze, Falcon, Bullet, Hunter, yeah, Rhino, yeah, yeah. Nightshade. Yeah. I think you could be the bear. Oh, nice. Yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll I thought take that. I could be Tripod. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, you just can't push me over. That's, <laughs> that's, what that, that's where that comes <laughs> yeah. from. That's where I'm going yeah. with <laughs> <laughs> um, So the bear and Tripod are there at the Great, Birmingham yeah. NEC Arena. We're, We're playing along. Um, what we wanted to do with this was um, develop it into whether you, yes, you, do you know a gladiator? Have you had any kind of uh, running in with a gladiator? It's six degrees of Saracenation. <laughs> <sighs> oh, not no wow. good. Uh, Producer Amanda, let me bring you in here first. You have got a six degrees of Saracenation. Uh, what is it? Uh, a lovely lady that uh, is gym class I used to attend appeared on the uh, Gladiators back right. in the day and married Saracen. She's Mrs. Saracen. Well, this wow. is fantastic. That's a good one. Uh, Producer Dave, let me bring you in here. What's your connection to a Gladiator, if any? Uh, I appeared on a TV show called Fantastic <laughs> when I was right. 10, dressed as Prince Philip. Yeah. They're not uh, going to bring that show back. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got the theme tune anywhere. <laughs> and joined on the show with myself was Saracen. Oh, so, so you've both I got connections to Saracen. Yeah. Hung out in the green room with Saracen. Did you? Yeah. What was he like? Lovely man, absolute gentleman. Uh, what was that? You had to do a little dance move on there, didn't you? Yeah. Do you want to just give it well, to you, you, you roll the wrists, then roll you punch the, the air, yeah. and you go, Flantastic! Fantastic! Which is a cooking programme. <laughs> That's very nice. Thank you both for sharing. The grandchild of Mary and Chuck. It's Dave Berry. I'm only human, I do what I can. I'm just a man. 
Bowman, winner of Breakthrough Acts at the Q Awards last night. One of my favourite games to play during the ceremony was to guess whether from the back it was Rag and Bowman or one of the bouncers at the Roundhouse. It's a fascinating <laughs> right, yeah. game. He's such right. a big lad, but well done to him. Such a talent as well. Uh, so, good afternoon, everybody. It's uh, 10 minutes past four. It's the Dayberry Show here on Absolute Radio. And it is time, as is our custom, to enter the work zone scale. We want to know... How are you feeling? What's the mark you're giving yourself out of 10? If you're a zero, do you feel like you're trundling along in second gear, spluttering down the road of your work life? Or are you a 10? Has your chauffeur just informed you that in the armrest there's a bag of Skittles and a cold beer for you? Oh, nice. We would love to hear from you. You can text us 81215 or tweet at Absolute Radio. And Matt... I'm going to affect your score right away with a Great. piece of news. Yes, what is it? Your scale's going up. Producer Amanda and I scale going down because of this piece of news. Oh, well, what is it? And it is directly linked to something that you said on this show last week. Yeah. They have stopped people being able to bring their dogs in to Absolute Radio, <laughs> thanks to you. <laughs> Not because of me. Yeah, they heard I don't it. think they listened to me. No, they heard you talk about it on the show, and now it's it's a quarterly event, so only four no, times a year no. are people allowed I didn't to... want that. I never so asked for you that. You remember, you remember Thor? Was it mildly appropriate in the workplace? You know Thor, <laughs> the lovable sheepdog? I didn't ask for this. Thor, the lovable sheepdog? Yeah, I'm not going to be seeing him, see him till Christmas, <laughs> thanks oh, to you. No. I saw the little ball he plays with downstairs. Are you going to go and boo him, producer? Yeah. Yeah, I'm the only public enemy number one in this building. They love dogs. He took away dog day. Put your hands down. Stop bleeding innocence. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. I'm distancing myself from those comments. So as as it stands, uh, Amanda and I are on about a 2.4 on the work zone scale. Matt's well, up to a nine. Great. No dog hairs getting in my nose, making me sneeze. No constant stink. A proper no! workplace. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Proper workplace! Dave Berry in all shapes and forms on Absolute Radio. White Snake's a good name for a gladiator. Oh, yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. Better than Tripod and the Bear. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a children's story. Yeah, one you wouldn't want your kids reading. No, 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 no. <laughs> right, score past six. We're asking you, have you ever had any interaction with a gladiator, one of the former gladiators? Uh, it's something we're calling six degrees of Saracenation, which isn't the best, but... I've said it twice now, so I'm just going to stick with it. 8, 12, 15, so you get in touch. Nightshade was my personal trainer at the gym I went to from Will. Nice. Good evening, Will. Thank you. Uh, Dave and Matt, I got a lift home by Rhino once <laughs> from the cinema after watching The Matrix. How? What? How? Well, How did this come about? I'll tell you what happened. He owns a cab firm outside oh. the cinema. All the cars were out on jobs, so Rhino drove them home personally. Oh, well, that is good. It's almost like a where are they now as well, This <laughs> yeah. because we're finding out what they go up to after the show finished, including this amazing line from Claire, who just says, I never met him, but Cobra used to fix the lifts in my dad's office. Well, this is exactly oh what we were after. That's amazing, isn't it? Uh, keep them coming. We'll have another batch on the way. Who's this chirpy chappy on Absolute Radio? I hear you ask. Why? It's Dave Berry on the Dave Berry Show, of course. It is time now to play Matt Don't Impression Me Much. So excited about this. 
So basically, Matt has got a whole load of impressions. I don't know who are on the cards. No. Uh, I'm going to have to guess, and you guys have to guess how many I'm going to get right. Closer to the pin will win themselves a radio. And joining us first of all on line one, we're very pleased to have Alison on the show. Good evening, Alison. Good evening, Dave. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you for asking. It's been a good start to the week, yes. Uh, on line two, we've got Dean. Good evening to you, Dino. Evening, Dave. How are you doing? Very well, my man. And how are you? Yeah, excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, you've got a really deep voice, so I'm going to have to go down an octave. Because I was going to sound like this for the whole thing. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Alison, Dean. Dean, Alison. Hello, Dean. Evening. <laughs> Hi, Alison. Lovely. Now, here we go. So you've got 45 seconds on the clock. Matt's going to start doing his impressions. Alison, how many do you think I'm going to get in that time? Oh, gosh, two. Oh, great confidence. That's nice. Thanks, Alison. <laughs> Feeling good heading into my Monday week. evening. You might go up a little bit. That's 100% improvement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we, Dean, how many do you think I'm going to get? I'm going to take the easy call and go for three. Oh, Dean. Oh, Dean, <laughs> oh, Dean indeed. Oh, do you know what? You don't like each other and I don't like either of you, so this isn't working out too well. Uh, no, we wish you the best of luck. Matt, are you ready? Yes, as okay. ready as I'll ever be. You've got 45 mm. seconds. Our time starts now. Okay. Time is on my side. <laughs> time, oh, time is on my side. I, I, not, I don't I have no idea what that is. It's quite oh, offensive it's like, in it a way. Don't touch my Next. swans. Next. Don't touch my it's swans. It's the Queen. Yeah. It's Queen Elizabeth II. On, yeah. Um, oh, the cat's done a whoopsie on the carpet. Uh, <laughs> Spencer. Not, not <laughs> wow. <laughs> What does this button do? Oh, it's Donald oh, Trump! Oh, yes, good. Oh, no. It, it's pitch black outside out there. You could say, I, I, a really dark night. Um, <laughs> not a lot of people know that. <laughs> Is that Michael Caine? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's a generic cockney. Oh, so many people we need to apologise to, including <laughs> two Night of the Realm. Um... <laughs> Uh, in conclusion, though, uh, Alison, it was lovely having you on the show. Dean, oh. you were closest with three because I believe, Producer Amanda, I got four. That's right. Yeah, I got four. So well done to you, Dean. You got, you got yourself the radio, the Roberts Digital Radio. Right. And Alison, thank, thank you very much for tuning in, guys. Wishing you a great week ahead. So, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Um, couple of follow-up questions. Yes. I mean, obviously, if I'd have had Michael Caine, not a lot of people know that, I would have been much better off with Oh, I? yeah, that was spot on. I mean, there are some, like, key gateway words that help, but, you know. We need to make an apology to Mick Jagger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you want to handle know. this? Or? I know. Stop. Uh, please, I please do stop do doing it. it. Please. <laughs> It's offensive. It is. Sorry. It's... Matt, please stop doing it. Are you going to apologise to Mick Jagger Sorry, or not? Mick. Sorry, Mick. Um, I was trying to do it in a nice way, but um, it didn't come out right. Apologise to his family as well. <laughs> so, sorry. sorry, Jaggers. <laughs> Dave Barry in all shapes and forms on Absolute Radio. Yes, that's right. The Gladiators. Saturday Night TV at its best, started in 1992, so it's like 25 years old, you think about that, and we've been asking as a tribute to them, have you ever had any kind of interaction with a gladiator at all? Well, you know they say um, about lightning striking twice and stuff? Oh, yeah. Well, she struck three times. <laughs> really? Thank you for your messages. I met lightning in B&Q in Bangor when I was about nine. She gave me a signed photo, which I still have now, and wow. that's from Anna in Selsey. Thanks, Good. Anna. 
13 years ago, Dave and Matt, whilst unemployed and attending the Job Centre weekly, they sent me on a CV and interview improvement course run by... You've guessed it, lightning! Wow, is there anything she hasn't done? That's from Simon and Sully Holt. Listen to this. I see lightning regularly. I get my eggs from her small holding. <laughs> She's still gorgeous, adds Duncan. Wow. So let's think about it. She's just pottering around B&Q as yeah. a gladiator signing photos. Then she's helping people improve their CV and interview technique. Now she's got a small holding. She gets around. Lightning she certainly does. does. You got any over there, Matt? Uh, amazing one here from Pauline Coventry who says, I was the page boy at the wedding of gladiator referee John Anderson. Remember that? The really gruff Scotsman. Yeah. I mean, you can imagine him on his wedding day, but page boy, <laughs> ready. <laughs> Vicar, ready. <laughs> that would be amazing. Kiss the bride in three, <laughs> two, yeah. One! Oh, brilliant. Andy in London uh, says, Back in the 90s, I took Diane Udale, a.k.a. Jet, yeah. as I'm sure we all know. I took Jet for her very first scuba diving lesson in Lanzarote. Wow. Unbelievable. And uh, I have cooked Wolf's 10 egg white omelette when he stayed <laughs> at the Hyatt in Birmingham, says JB. That's amazing. Thank you for all your messages. This one came in from Sarah. It says, at Dayberry underscore tweet. This, by the way, this tweet has it all. I want to warn you right now. Uh, this one says, Wolf opened our new laser quest. <laughs> it's a strong start, isn't it? Wow. Just as gladiators have started, he growled at me. <laughs> I had no idea who he was, and I was frightened. <laughs> Dave Berry, taking care of business. Absolute Radio. Right now... As we do every single Thursday, it is time for the Apprentice Awards. Um, I got back from the Q Awards, uh, so I watched the last 20 minutes of the Apprentice last night just with one eye closed. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing in the world is seeing three Lord Sugars. <laughs> That's not good, is it? Uh, so Although his jokes are a bit funnier when you're hammered, aren't they? <laughs> I was rolling around. Um, so these are our three awards. First of all, we've got the award for Leave It With Us. We've got this covered, and it goes to the girl's amazing pitch to John Lewis. I'm sure we'll see you soon, my study buddy. He is, um, um, sorry, I've lost my train of thought. Really is an innovative product. Oh. What did you come up with the number 1,000? We're just a nice round number. <laughs> it's just a nice round number, that's all you need. I, I've never had such little faith in all of the applicants in The Apprentice as I have yeah. this series. It's hard to see anyone winning at this stage. I wouldn't trust it? them with my business, no. if no. I had a business. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. it's just, yeah, mm, I hope that some of them improve. I hope there's a shining light in there. Our second award goes to the, and Matt, I know you've been waiting for it, I'm here all week, ladies. Uh, it is, of course, Lord Sugar and his gags. Remind me of my uncle Sid when he gets at a wedding. I don't know who taught it to dance. Was it Ed Balls? <laughs> See, you know, as you say, he's not got the best team of writers anymore, has no, he, Lord no, Sugar? Yeah. But it's always worrying when, you know, one of the apprentices, they're meant to stand there in fear and awe of this man. You actually heard them go, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's not it's a good a look. Stinker. That's not a good look. And finally, this is the surprise admission of the week. The winner is, yep, it's Lord Sugar again. I just want to make it perfectly clear that I'm the Terminator. You're not! <laughs> I thought Arnold Schwarzenegger was. That's amazing. Uh, so there we go. That is the Apprentice Awards for your Thursday. He cuts quite a dash. It's Dave Berry. Absolute radio. Uh, now, I'd like to tell a little tale to warm the cockles of your heart. You know, we, 
we live in difficult times, but every now and again something comes along and you just go, aw, I'm going to show you the picture again. This is my girlfriend's 90-year-old grandmother listening to our show on her little wireless. Oh, look at that. Oh, wow. It's adorable. Um, and she's been listening to the show since we came on air. And the one thing that she likes above anything else is Liam Gallagher. I have been reliably informed that my girlfriend's nan fancies Liam Gallagher. Really? So, I mean, first of all, Liam, we know that you tune in from time to time. If you fancy a 90-year-old from Kent, <laughs> how fabulous would it be if Liam Gallagher was my girlfriend's granddad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, step-granddad. Yeah, he'd be sort of like your granddad, wouldn't he? <laughs> Come and sit over here and have a Werther's original. <laughs> wow. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't It doesn't really bear thinking about, does it? Uh, anyway, so I thought, given the picture was so lovely, so this is the hot stuff himself, Liam Gallagher, for what it's worth, and it's for Irene. And here he is, Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Now, last night was the Q Awards, and Danielle Perry caught up on the red carpet with Liam Gallagher, who was using so much bad language, it was unbelievable. He probably beat his own personal best. Um, so we're having a little game of the Liam Gallagher Sweary Sweepstake. <laughs> A while ago, I asked you to call in if you wanted to have a guess. And we now have two callers on the line playing for the Roberts Digital Radio and a vinyl of the album As You Were. And on line one, it's Rachel. Good evening to you, Rachel. Hello, how are you? I'm very good, thank you, Pickle. And how are you? Um, I'm okay. I'm a bit nervous, so, yeah. Okay, you, yeah. you'll be fine. I'm here with you, Rachel, okay? It's going to oh, be all thank right. You. Uh, you online two, well, thank you. <laughs> online two, we've got Jimmy. Good evening to you, Jim. You right? Very good, my man. Welcome to the show, Rachel, Jimmy, Jimmy, Rachel. Hello, Jimmy. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? I might buy a new hat. Um, so, Rachel, we wanted you to guess how many times you think Liam Gallagher swore in that interview with Danielle Perry. What's your guess? Uh, my guess was 63. 63, making note of that now. I think it might be a bit low, though. OK. <laughs> All will be revealed, Rachel. Yeah. Uh, what do you reckon, Jimmy? I've gone for 31, mate. 31. Okay, so this interview is four minutes and 47 seconds long. We have got a cut-down version of it that producer Dave, producer Amanda and producer James have all triple-checked that they beeped out all the swearies. <laughs> At one point, he manages to get a profanity into the words United Kingdom, which is quite impressive. <laughs> okay, good luck to you both. Here we go. Right, we are backstage at the Q Awards, Mr. Liam Gallagher. Congratulations, yes. two awards under your belt this yeah, evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had three months, to be fair, because that psycho tune by Kasabian is not f***ing nowhere near as good as Wall of Glass. <laughs> it f***ing If I don't put it out there, get off my chest, okay. end up out, it'll end up ruining my night. Oh, that's good, I'm glad you have. that psycho tune ended there, because I'm f***ing no more than for nothing, you know what I mean? Can we start with the best live act? Not even on that either, you know what Why I mean? <laughs> I was expecting a single... And obviously the icon thing. Didn't you say in an interview the other day that your youngest is a, is drumming now? Quite a good drummer? Yeah, he's a top drummer. Uh, what what would you say to him what, that makes a really great live performance? What would be your... Uh, not jumping around like a f***ing idiot and like <laughs> keeping your eye on the f***ing crowd and not get carried away. It's not a bar mitzvah, you know what I mean? Or it's not like a, it's not like a kiddie party, you know what I mean? Or a lot of people get... As soon as they hear the tune, they all start jumping around like f***ing idiots. For me, it's keeping your eye on the ball and like just f***ing try to like... Just keeping it Super real, man. Who is your icon? Oh, well, I'd definitely give it to Richard Ascroft because he's an icon without a f doubt. And he presented um, you in a yeah, tonight. Did, yeah, 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 and I love Richard and all that, because I, I know it's not everyone's f thing. 
thing and like obviously I'd do it for him and he's obviously done it for me but I'll wait to say getting back together there you go but the verb might be and the storm noses might be you know what I mean but I think I think with all the that's going on in the world you know what I mean with everyone being you know the world's like united king doom in it you know what I mean you know what I mean so I think a lot of people like we've got such a great life you know what I mean I think we should put all our aside and just all have a good time you know what I mean before we all get you know go somewhere else the stone roses we shouldn't have to wait for these things to happen when we're in heaven just do it we're living on earth man let's do it now you know what I mean when you went to bed the night that you got the number one did you just sort of sit there and think brilliant it's not Christmas and I'm not nine but I went to bed <laughs> and I just come back from LA and I, I just done some like crowd surfing everyone was pinching me and do you know what I mean? So I just stayed in bed for three days, so I've only just sort of surfaced. There's a lot of people that get a number one, like, with 3,000 copies these days, and that ain't good enough for me, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm really happy. The tour sold out. Being me today is, like, really happy, you know what I mean? <laughs> Amazing! Isn't that, that how? Who uses that, that many that's swear ridiculous, words? Isn't it? It's just a blur of swear words and northern bands. It was. Mo- it was. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> like producer Dave's dreams, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> there was more beeps in that than there were actual words in the English language. Um, so listen, well done to Daniel Perry. You can watch the full video for yourselves without the bleeps on the Absolute Radio Facebook page. But right now, I can reveal: Rachel, you went for sixty-three. Jimmy, you Ooh. went for thirty-one. Winning the Roberts Digital Radio and as you were on vinyl. <sighs> Liam swore a huge 28 times. Jimmy, you're the winner. Congratulations. Oh, lovely. Thank you. <laughs> we'll send those out to you right away. Rachel, lovely having you on the show. Unlucky this time. Thanks for tuning in. Well done, Jimmy. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Oh, lovely. Rachel and Jimmy, everybody, here on Absolute Radio.